Hello and welcome to this episode of Superhero Ethics and this episode of Pandavision. Today we are finishing up our coverage of Season 2 of The Witcher. We're talking about Episodes 7 and 8 with Paul Hoppy, Ashley Coffin, and myself, Matthew Fox. All that more after a commercial break that we have no control over. Right, welcome back. I'm Matthew, your host. As I said, I'm joined by Paul and Ashley. Uh, how are you folks doing tonight? Good. I feel like we just got to the end of a journey. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's day have, here still, so, you know. Um, we may have different feelings about that journey, but at least we're at the end of it. We are. We are. I've enjoyed being on the journey with you all. I love that no, we good. just said we were going on a journey and already you're disagreeing with me. <laughs> you're like, that's no, the journey. We're not going to call it that. I just, I cannot wait to get into this. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think there's some overall thoughts we might have about this episode, uh, these two episodes and the season in general. Actually, starting with you, like, what, what's your take on episode seven and eight, how, how we ended this story? Um, so there was a lot that I liked and then that I disliked and then I liked again and then I liked. I feel like a lot of shows recently have been doing that to me. I felt that mm-hmm. with, like, Hawkeye. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I love a team up. <laughs> I like when everybody's together. So there were some things that they did that I was like, oh, I have to like you because I love what you're doing right now. Yeah. Like, I was thrilled when the dwarves came back. And I, <laughs> I loved some of that. I loved some of the way that, like, you know, uh, Yaskier got involved. and, and other. But, uh, Paul, let's hear your thoughts on episode seven and eight. Because I think I may be kind of halfway between you two. <laughs> Fucking hated it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. no. Um, I will say that I actually liked a lot of what Ashley liked. Um, mm-hmm. I did like them teaming up. I liked Yennefer finding a way to do useful things despite not having her magic. I thought that was really cool how that mm-hmm. how they did that in a way that made actual sense as opposed to it feeling really contrived. Um, uh-huh. And then just as soon as she did that, she got her magic back. So, you know, which is, which uh, there, there's a whole, there's a whole kind of thing there, I guess. Um, so like, I liked them kind of all getting back together. Um, you know, Francesca killing, uh, killing all the, the human babies, like, all right, infanticide. Yeah. Like I, I was getting this harvester of uh, sorrow vibe from the, uh-huh. like, you know, the whole, um, um, you know, like, take the the deathless mother kind of feeding off their misery right explain then, that to the kids and then Bob. there's like the line infanticide you know in uh harvester of sorrow is uh the i want to say sixth track seventh track right off of um no sixth track off and justice for all the um my favorite metallica album i know most people think master of puppets is better but um <laughs> bass or no bass i think and justice for all is awesome and this this really felt very Harvester of Sorrow, like, you know, the, the whole Baba Yaga kind of feeding off of the the pain or the, um, what, what was it? It was more specific, right? It was the... It was um, like sorrow and... And desperation or something. Yeah, desperation. Right? Yeah. And, and fear. And fear. And, and so, you know, she... I, I thought it was kind of clever how Yennefer extracted her into her... Mm-hmm. Um, the entire plot of like how the deathless mother is trying to escape then does it this way. I feel like she could have done that more easily, but it would have made the story shorter. Why did um, the, why did the house have legs? Right, yeah, it, we don't yeah, know. I, I mean, don't know. but like, yeah, the whole like you know, Siri 
getting possessed and then killing all these witchers and then like then she's trying to go do something and they're like oh we should stop her and Geralt's like wait let her kill half of all of our brothers and then we'll <laughs> save her or whatever i'm like mm-hmm. just kill her i don't know like <laughs> I, I i will say just on the legs thing that's actually part of the original Bob yeah, yeah. myth yeah. Oh, so cool. at least, like, they didn't make it up for this oh yeah but they didn't Find a way to explain it in a way that made you right, much right, sense. Right, right, right. And yeah, I mean, whatever. That's fine. I mean, it's just do do most of the monsters make a lot of sense? You know, it's like they're just yeah, they're just mythological creatures, right? And it's like, okay. Well, I felt exactly. bad that we were, but I didn't remember what her actual name is and was just calling her Baba Yaga this whole time. So right. now I feel like that's okay. Yes, it is because <laughs> she's just so clearly Baba Yaga, right? Yeah, um, and we know I love Dark Phoenix, so I couldn't help oh, but not the love Dark the, Phoenix the Dark all. Phoenix turn. <laughs> I was gonna say that was originally gonna be my lead-in here on my reaction. <laughs> uh, was like, well, we already covered this story, right? <laughs> when we did Dark Phoenix well, together. So, for those who don't have an encyclopedic memory of bad X Men movies from ten years ago, uh, walk us through the the Dark Phoenix connection you saw. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, it was just literally the same story where you have, you know, some powerful woman who then gets possessed by some other powerful malicious force. And then kills. you have to, that she kills a bunch of, you know, the, the sort of heroes or friends of heroes. Friends, and yep. then you have to like bring her back and like, right. Um, I don't know. Maybe this was a better Dark Phoenix than either um, X3 or, um, you know, Dark Phoenix X-Men movie. Yeah, so, I agree with that. You know, like five and fifteen years ago, I think they made those two movies. But mm-hmm. you know, it. Yeah, I split I, the difference with ten. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's that's uh, kind of in the spirit of the truth. Ten. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> but it's like uh, I'm just. I, it's it's just such a tropey trope, and it's like I I I really like the Dark Phoenix story, and I want to see it done well in its own thing. Oh, no. But then yeah. here, I'm just like, okay, I guess I guess you're doing this. And I don't know. I just liked each two episodes less than the previous two episodes. I really, really enjoyed the first two episodes this season. And it made me optimistic, but always with some, you know, little, like, okay, we'll see what happens. And then I just felt yeah. like it kept going just a little down more and more. And by the end of it, I was like, ah, like, am I even excited for, like, the Michelle Yeoh prequel? So what you're saying is you had the opposite experience of season one? Yeah, season one started (laughs) off awful and got better as it went along. You you nailed it there. That, yeah. So basically, like, episodes, like, seven, eight, nine, and ten are, like, the peak for you. Like, end of season one, beginning of season two. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of the whole peak, Richard. That's correct, yes. Oh, God. I I think the whole season was kind of up and down for me. And I I will say, like... I was trying to watch it last night and I was like, it was late at night and I was tired and I didn't feel very well. Uh, I later found out this morning it's because I was developing COVID symptoms because I've no. tested positive today. So that might have had something. But yeah, I was just so like, I kept checking the time on when the episode would end. Like, I just wanted it to right, end because right, right. I just felt like it mm. didn't, nothing made sense. Um, and we're probably going to bounce around a lot. But just when we're on the Dark Phoenix thing, I'll bring up like the kind of ethical thing. I felt like. I get why Gerald wants to protect Siri. And granted, later we find out that actually trying to like kill the body of Siri won't stop Baba Yaga. But in the moment, they don't know that. Right. And he's saying, like, no, we have to save her. And in the act of saving her, like, numerous of them are getting killed. 
I had some real problems. And to, mm-hmm. to me, what it reminded me of, Cap being like, no, 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 we don't trade lives. Oh, right, right. Except for all of these Wakandans who are going to die as we try to stop Vision from trading his life. Yeah. Like, it, it just to me had a very similar energy. And I, I, like, I, get, I get Geralt wanting that, but it did feel like, what else, you know, like, why is no one... It, I, I disagreed with him, and I mm-hmm. wish the writers right. realized he was maybe wrong there. I felt like the writers were like, this is the correct point of view, and he's just explaining it to Vesemir while all of, you know, his like, adoptive <laughs> sons are basically getting slaughtered. Like, it it had a very Saving Private Ryan vibe to me, too. The whole, mm-hmm. like, we will now all go and die to save one person. It's like, but why? Like, I, I'm right. into, like, heroic rescue attempts, and, like, if you're risking your life, fine. But, like, this felt like... There reached some point where it was like, what are you doing? But I don't know. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. I I liked the suspense of not now all of a sudden, oh, shit, anybody could die at any moment. There mm. really are like it could be anybody. And right. I thought like that's the whole point of the witchers is to save the innocents from the monsters. Or is it just to kill the monsters? I think it's and to kill the monsters that, like, and make money. But yeah, Geralt's, in theory, it's like Geralt's right. thing him just for him as a witcher was like, I'm going to like. No, they are like we don't hurt people. We right. stop the monsters, which is why he saved the lichen princess or whatever. Yeah. Um, right. So I was like, okay, I get why they all would be doing this, and then just having them go one by one. I'm like, oh my god, it, anybody could. Go. I thought Vesemir was going to die like six times, and mm, I yeah. honestly, the last two episodes were like, ed- like knuckles under my chin, like, oh mm. shit, this is getting nuts. Especially when she starts bringing out like the the selenite. What what selenite? whatever oh, yeah. they call that black stone and yeah. was just whipping it back and forth. But I'm an action whore. So I was like, Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Everybody's dying. This is great. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like the action scenes, although I could, I wish it wasn't just like, let's slaughter monsters cause they're ugly and scary. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but we always but- slaughter the raptor snakes, please. <laughs> the raptor snakes have to go. Like we can save every other animal, but raptor snakes. <laughs> Well, my, my, we can definitely get to that because I think Paul's <laughs> going to have some feelings on it as well. My only point was I just felt like the conceit to give us the combat mm-hmm. of we have to protect – because I think it's right. The witchers do want to save lives, but I don't think they feel like their lives are like less important right. than someone like Siri. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could have easily sort of avoided that what to me felt like a sort of bullshit ethical choice and – they could have tried to kill her and just not been able to mm-hmm. and right. known that they therefore had to take a different tack. They did and kind of have, have a relationship with her. Like they cared about her. It wasn't just like they met her yesterday yeah. and then she was slitting throats. No, for sure. Right. But it's like you had the thing with uh, what's his face in the, I guess, was it the second episode or episode three and four where the the, the one witcher was infected with the Leshen, right? And they just killed him. Like, they just, yeah. Because it's like. What are you going to do, you know? And so I think if, like, somebody, like, tried to cut her head off and it was just clear that at that point she was, like, far too powerful and the only way they were going to be able to stop her was to somehow draw out, you know, Baba Yaga. Well, they stabbed her and she healed it. Right. Vesemir did get up there and he put one in her gut and they're like, oh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if that had been more shown as the motivation, I think that would have worked better for me. Yeah. Um, I I think if that happens before... Vesemir and and, yeah. and and Gerald have this discussion about do you try to kill her or right. not, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. Or I they would have changed that discussion. Sure, right, right, yeah, right. It was like, yeah. He tried to do that. I, right I thing, do think and then that. he was like, 
get this bitch, you know, (laughs) (laughs) never mind. (laughs) Yeah, he basically, and I mean, I think that's a reasonable sort of like, okay, we'll try and do it without harming her. Oh, fuck, this isn't going well. All right, what are you going to do? We're going to, you know, um, and yeah, I mean, I thought the action was pretty good, I guess. I wasn't really invested in it by that point. I was like, I don't know. I was just kind of. Uh, like but (laughs) i don't here's here's a question do you feel like this is a better dark phoenix story than either of the x-men dark phoenixes no i liked i i enjoy the uh the The movies the the newer one the newer movie right right yeah yeah we talked about it for two hours paul we we did i'm asking whether you (laughs) thought it was better but i mean you know i liked it I you can't didn't say it. it was your favorite though right I mean, yeah but i mean i don't i can't stand the uh the x3 the x3 because okay, i mean she okay. was just onslaught we could get into that yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i i liked sansa stark i forget the actress's name like i thought she was like i remember I, I, you listened to our episode about it there's a lot about dark phoenix movie i like a lot of it mm-hmm. i thought was awful yeah i thought this was better than that okay okay but i don't feel like it just felt like such a letdown because I felt mm. like – and let's get into this part because honestly to me this was one of the things that I felt most let down by. I didn't buy Yennefer. I, oh, okay. like I, I felt like they had been trying to – you know, she, she was having this wrestling with Baba Yaga that to me was more about like her own sense of control. And mm-hmm. like she wants her power back but will she sort of go – her whole thing for a season and a half had been – how do I have power without having to like get it while being controlled by someone else? You know, mm-hmm. whether it's at the school or <clears throat> the Nilf guardians or the wizards or whatever it is. And so then when it all of a sudden became about, no, I see how good Siri is. I need to protect her. And also she loves Geralt. And so that's wonderful about her. I just, I felt like if they'd given me another episode of the two of them spending time together, mm-hmm. I could have started to buy that. But while it happened, it just felt very contrived. I kind of saw like she was going to sacrifice something that for the entire last season we know meant so much to her. And that was a child. And she for a minute was going to go that dark side just to get her powers back. And I think she kind of like had that realization when she saw Ciri's powers displayed at the bridge. And then right before walking to the black door that we never saw. I think she really saw like, oh, I did something really wrong. Gerald or Geralt is not going to forgive me. And uh, like, I fucked up. I just feel like that's when she decided that she was going to not, you know, try to get her power. Like that was going way beyond something right. that was so important to her. But now she mm. can like take this child and you're like, well, you're my child now, too. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I can have a kid. And that's why uh, you're important. Yeah. The, the parents stay together for the kid. Is how mm-hmm. we left this. I, I, yeah, exactly. I actually, Jennifer was probably the part I liked the most in the last two episodes. I agree. Like the the whole her decide, like she basically was like, I'm not gonna give in to to try and get power this way until she was basically just going to get killed, mm-hmm. and then right. she was like, Well, fuck this. Yeah. Right? So I'm gonna go and get you know get my power back, and then she's going about it, but it's like. She, you know, she gets to know Siri. She's not just like some some rando that she has in chains or something. She's like, okay, I know this person, you know, and she <laughs> right. has to betray somebody that she's learned to that she that. And I could see how if you had a longer period of sort of that training, that could be more compelling. You know, mm-hmm. to me, the reason it works for me and the reason I can see it and I buy it 
is that it's not so much the amount of time that they spent together. It's the amount of time that Yennefer spent wanting a child. Yeah. And so this was like a payoff on that desire that kind of maybe had a, a, a like blunt force emotional impact that maybe she wasn't expecting. So then when she gets there to where she's, you know, can, you know, take her to the black door or whatever, then she's like, she's like, wait, no, this, this isn't what I want. What I want is, you know, to take care of this child and like have this be like my legacy as opposed to like getting my power back. Um, And at the end, it feels like her getting her power back was just sort of like an accident. Like, it's not even what mm-hmm. she meant to do. I think she thought she was maybe sacrificing herself, was maybe going to die Yeah, or she slit her wrist. So I, I honestly right. thought that her getting her powers back after that was, I thought she, that, that was earned. <laughs> you were going to die. Sure, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, she was... that, that part, that part of, that, of the seven different endings, that was one of the ones right, that right, I was right, okay right. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think for me, it's that I never quite bought Yennefer and Siri as having kind of like, Yennefer seeing her as a child. Mm. Because, like, I mean, at this point, Siri is basically supposed to be, like, 18 or 19. 13 or 14. Okay. Well, if she's supposed to be 13, that doesn't come across at all. Well, the like, act, we, I, I know it's been, like, a long journey for not a yeah, lot no, we of episodes. About, we talked about it. Right, the first, a, and when we did talk about When does anybody ever play their age on the show, though? <laughs> well, yeah. That, that, sure, that's yeah. what I mean. To me, Yennefer reads like a big sister, if anything. She, like, sure. she reads like she's, like, yeah. 8 to 10 years older than Siri, not, like, a maternal thing. Not, so like, 70 that, years older. <laughs> I guess that's why it didn't click for me of sure. like, this is, oh, she's having that child moment. But yeah. I can see that, yeah, if, you, if if that did connect, then yeah, I think that could sell When she thing. was talking yeah. to uh, Geralt about like how it felt teaching her something and then watching her be mm. able to do it, that conversation mm-hmm. kind of like, that's like that, you know, I could like when I'm with yeah. um, my friend Katie's or any of my friend's kids and like you show them something and they're like bewildered, like, I don't want a child, but you're like, cool. <laughs> Like, that was cool. I just mm-hmm. taught you something. Go take that knowledge mm-hmm. and run forth with your day. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I can speak, like, as a teacher, like, teaching teenagers, I think, has that feel, you know, just as much to me as, like, teaching children children. Mm-hmm. Like, right. maybe what she wanted wasn't necessarily so much to, like, you know, pop out a baby, but, like, to yeah. have, like, uh, maybe sort of an apprentice is more what she wanted. Yeah, right? she's maybe. adopting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I will say Yennefer had two of my favorite lines, I think, of the season, but certainly of these two episodes. One was when Siri asks her, like, what's between you and, and Gerald and or Geralt? Now I, now I keep getting it wrong. Um, what's between you and Henry Cavill? And she <laughs> says, um, longing, regret, hope and fear. And, and I just thought that was really powerful. Mm-hmm. And then when later uh, she says, when you have power like this, never apologize. Because that is both horrible advice. <laughs> yes, it's horrible. But also horrible. one of the most Yennefer lines that you'll so, ever get. I love her. Hear. I yeah, love yeah. her so it much. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect and wrong. I was having a really good time <laughs> yeah. with all the scenes, like after um, Geralt <laughs> caught up with them and uh, had like the knife at her throat. From that moment on until the very end, she would come up and say something. He would stare at her with that I smell the worst fart smell and then just walk mm-hmm. away and she would stare. And they might have done this six, seven times. And I, yeah. was, I was like, you in trouble, girl. He is not happy with you. But they really <laughs> made sure to like make sure you saw 
all those long yeah, yeah, stares. Yeah. And then at the very For end, sure. when he's walking out, that's when he turned and he looked at her. And then she finally followed at the end before they talked to Siri on like the, the edge of the castle. And I was like, right. thank God that's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. So, okay. So what, uh, what in the world happened in the last 20 minutes? Cause like I said, I felt like we got like seven different ending scenes. Um, <clears throat> well, there's the whole Fringilla and search. Yeah. Let's, let's cut this into, let's talk about them and the elf. People. Yeah. Because I don't even know where to start. Um, <clears throat> I do want to say, I know we're calling him Sir Cheekbones, but every time Thunder. I look at him, more and more I get the sense that he's just a poor man's Matthew McConaughey. Like, I gotta see that. He just looks so much like he, that. He does me. have uh, some similar resemblance. I will say Frangilla, Frangilla definitely got to have her bamf. I enjoyed moment. it. The, the like, I, I, It didn't make any sense to me whatsoever, but it was still pretty awesome of the like, everyone is... Everyone drank a potion, and they all got paralyzed at the exact same moment. Oh, right. It, perfect dramatic timing. I totally but it was forgot am- that. Yeah, it was amazing watching her just, slowly like... Slowly kill them. And all of them having to be aware of it. Like, that that's a very much a fringilla moment. Like, it's like, okay, I can appreciate what you're doing here. Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed that scene a little bit too much. I was like, get them! Get those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they, they had they it coming. They had it coming. <laughs> they, they, they earned it. <laughs> Tossing elves off buildings and shit. Yeah, Hake was, I, I wrote in my notes, terrible McTerrible. Um, he's not a very uh, complex character. <laughs> he <was> just <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Here's the terrible one. What, was that after the elf baby got killed? Or was it before? I think it was before. Before, right? Because that was the whole point yeah. is that she, she kills the elf baby in part well, two. She like, no, she didn't do it. She does. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But she like they take they try to take advantage of that situation. Yeah, right. I loved that they were liars, and then I immediately hated what they did with the story after that. Because we'll, we'll get there. Because I'm so confused about the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. The yeah they the, their whole like you know Kahir being like oh you know it was very you know smart of you to do this and she's like I didn't. Do, he's like it was very smart of you to do this. And she's like oh. Why yes, you, wasn't it? You said to and rave. They, exactly, and then right. then they go and talk to the guy who um, apparently did it, and they're like, "Yo, we did this," and he's like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> I did. You little you know liars. How I know that. <laughs> right. um, and that dude, like, I guess he had just been exiled. Yeah, like for so some reason. We're, let's yeah. tear this this apart. Um, her de- so Siri's dad is alive, and right. instead of just telling everybody go get my daughter and tell my daughter i'm alive and i'm gonna bring her to this giant thing that i've started under everybody's guise like nobody has any idea that i have a whole kingdom and army and they're even called like why what right huh well especially because this this is mr hedgehog yeah right? yes okay yeah, this is Sonic. So, so like he i thought <laughs> yeah. i saw him die in the lab but i don't remember season one well, we were told that him and his the mo- mother, mom, right? that they died on a ship. Okay. Mm. But it's very much a, like we don't see the bodies. Kind right, of thing. right. So he must have survived. He, yeah. And, and started he reinvented an entire, himself as the entire kingdom. Started an entire kingdom. Still looks like he's in his 20s. Like, True. That's a good point. Right? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, does he have some magic? He must have some magic. Otherwise, like, what? I don't know. Right. I mean, he was only in there for like a moment, so like maybe it's only been. If, I don't know. I guess Geralt looks the same age, and Yasker. Right, and 
and Yennefer. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, some of these characters are, they don't age as normal humans right. do. And I imagine the elves probably live extra long. I'm not sure. Um, Is he, he yeah, was cursed, hundreds right? Hundreds right. He's not an elf. He, right. He was cursed. So he's probably cursed in a way that gives him great powers. <laughs> just is. like, you know, Geralt's friend. <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. That's just how it works here. The I summon everything to my table kind of curse. But it's like, why why would you send Sir Cheekbones to so aggressively try to kidnap your daughter and scare her half to death? And then have him go get, like, Skinwalker. Like, it was so traumatic. Instead of just, like, Mm -hmm. having him bring a letter that's like, I'm your father and I'm alive. She would have skipped after you. She's a stupid kid. Right? Exactly. It, it, It doesn't make any sense to me. So I don't know whether they'll try and uh, make it make more sense. Like here, it's just like, ah, the stinger, you know, the the post credit scene, even if it wasn't post credits, I don't remember if it was. Or no, the like. new uh, trailer was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I oh, would I bet that what they're going to do is because this seems like the most cliche. Yeah, um, it could be an interesting story. <laughs> You're probably right. Is like, you know, the mother, the, the queen is still mad at him because he's this hedgehog the, knight yeah. who gets married to her daughter and he think and so like he resents her cuz she always treats him like he's beneath right, their right, family right. and so he decides to become a genocidal maniac religious king right he's like takes you're a genocidal thing. maniac i'm a genocidal <laughs> maniac and i'm going to live <laughs> in your city <laughs> exactly but still i'm going to genocide your people yeah it just doesn't make any uh any logical sense at least regarding siri yeah, yeah, I, I agree that. I yeah, no, I I have, I, I have to think the only way it can work to me is if he has much larger goals and Siri is kind of like a side plot, you know, mm. like if he believes he's the White Flame, if he wants to conquer everything, right? Okay, I can get it. If he did all of this just to get Siri, then yes, like there is an easier path from A to B. I think they right. know because that's what um Geralt was saying at the end. He was like, "These people know, but how did?" Nilfgaard know it's because he would know that she's elder blood because somebody would have told like his you know her right. mom probably told him right mm-hmm. but I still well, hate she, it yeah. <laughs> yeah it it just felt very like haha here's the big twist yeah. and we were like I, okay you guys want to pivot to baby killing <clears throat> uh, <Sure>. I, just, <laughs> I always want to pivot to baby killing I, well actually, I want to ask one more thing on Fringilla uh, first, first of all, I wonder if anyone noticed this. When when Frangilla is doing her Bamf moment and like killing all the people while they're paralyzed, you hear Baba Yaga laughing. Mm. First of all, I heard like very clear echoes of Emperor Palpatine laughing, and I wasn't sure if that was intentional. <laughs> she was or doing that to everybody. It. Yeah, yeah. But so, so what is has Frangilla now like? Is the idea that where um, Yennefer? like refused to follow Baba Yaga at the end that Fringilla is just 100% on the Baba Yaga train. And if so, like what does Baba Yaga want in Nilfgaard? I think she got it though. She, when she killed all those people, she got enough power from Fringilla and then all the baby deaths to be able to break out and take Siri. So that was all she wanted. She wanted wanted to get back to her dimension. She wanted to feed on their uh, fear and loathing and to break out of uh, leg house. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is the other reason why I went to, like, the Return of the Jedi Emperor Palpatine. That whole thing of, like, we, you know, she's feeding on our hate. We have to hate less. Right, right. Um, yeah. It's very much a, like, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. why Francesca and Frangilla fell right into there. And that's how she got out. 
Mm-hmm. So is Frangi- is Frangilla now free of that? Like is Baba Yaga like peace? Yeah, I you think do she's gone. Thing? I think so. Yeah. For okay. now, because those riders are definitely coming back. Cool. All right, well, let's yeah. talk about um, Pesach and the Angel of Death going through and killing all the firstborn and Infanticide. all the kids, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I don't um, – I, I, I'm not a mother, but I totally understand her anger. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first elf born in how long? A long, long time. Yeah, apparently. so you take everybody's firstborn. No? No good? Uh, <laughs> I mean – I don't know. I I guess in a I moment don't... of rage, I could totally see myself now. <laughs> just, just, just killing all the at least within like ones. a square mile. <laughs> right. I mean, the thing is, it's like those people weren't the ones who like. You know what I mean? It's like people are always going around taking out their shit on other people who aren't uh, actually directly involved. It's like kill the parents. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, everybody I'll, in that I'll... town was shitty to elves. <laughs> sure yeah yeah i mean ev- everyone in that town was pretty shitty right or everybody that we saw like yeah, maybe right. some of them were just scared and hiding and whatever but like yeah it, it, you know these humans they're, they're not the best they're they're <laughs> kind of like real world humans but um you know i mean personally like i don't have like the same feelings about human babies that i guess most people do same um but like and that's not to say that like an individual baby if i meet them i'm not like oh you're so cute and Paul's like, like you can fuck this baby be an interesting person <laughs> but like one day no it's just like i don't think they're like more important than like a cat you know i mean they're more important to their parents hopefully mm-hmm. but not probably. me not hopefully because like hopefully like a cat would also be important but hopefully that you know if most people treat their kids worse than people treat, you know, other animals, like that's that's really bad. But like, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't seem like necessarily proportional retribution, you know. And she's like, "This isn't about vengeance; it's about justice." Like, what? Like, wh- what? No, 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 what? No. <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that you know that's kind of a whole made up thing, anyway. Like, it's just it's like it, <laughs> if it weren't, that's not that's that's I don't think that's what it looks like. You also, know? where I, did she get that power, and why didn't she use it on other people right? and not for why babies? Why hasn't she? Like, maybe this right? is a Baba Yaga thing, though. Maybe oh, she's got it was you know the what fire. I mean? Yeah. Oh. Right. I I do want to back up one second. Issue a listener challenge. Um, listeners, if you can think of a situation where a character has said. This isn't vengeance; it's justice, mm. and they were correct. <laughs> Please let us know, because I can think of very, very few of any example. Yeah. Generally, I feel like if someone has, it's that kind of like you can. If someone says you can trust me, that yeah. means you can't trust them. Exactly. If someone means this isn't vengeance; it's justice. It's vengeance. <laughs> I, I took it to mean like we're not stopping at vengeance. Like it was like this is vengeance, but now we're gonna go farther. And yeah. like, you know, justice, take back our lands, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, fine. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. Well, now that the name Siri is trending all over wherever their country is called, like right, the right. elves know, everybody knows, like it's out. <laughs> everybody knows about Siri and yeah, they all want to use her now. Right. Exactly. I, I thought it was interesting that Yennefer's vision was basically all these babies, exp- the, her baby exploding in fire in a crib. And then that's actually what happened, but it wasn't hers. It was like all of the oh. other ones, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost kind of prophetic. I will say I might have laughed out loud when that crib caught on fire in the first 
second episode or whatever it was with, <laughs> with Yennefer. I don't know. I was just like, this seems so ridiculous. I'm going to laugh. But like, that <laughs> Baba like Yaga. what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what do we do while our cribs are burning? I feel like I'm um. at home. This feels good. No. <laughs> All right. What do you got now next? That, uh, child, child Protective <laughs> Services wants to make sure neither of you are ever allowed near a child. Uh, they don't have um, to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to a i don't like cribs on fire it's not he know. just likes to see them i'm not for it i just think it's funny spontaneous <laughs> that's all baby that's spontaneous all. combustion yeah. is a hoot um I mean, yeah, to me like what I, what I would say i'd come down that yeah like, to me like it it is like innocent lot not it, it is lives being ended murdered and like the the actual human babies didn't have anything to do with like the terrible things that happened and their parents like probably didn't directly either and so like yeah like that kind of justice is not something i'm supporting by any means but like i think i think a lot of shows would be like we can't murder babies oh, on right, the show right. mm-hmm. and yeah that and that's where i'm like i think i'm not there i'm not like if you can kill people on a show you can kill people and babies sure. are people like, oh yeah. So to me, it's like I thought yeah. they did it real classy, just making them stop crying all at once. They didn't yeah. like show a flaming baby or yeah. anything. Yeah, right. it was like they were crying, and then it's like, oh, they're all quiet. They and must they're be like, dead, my you know? baby. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> that's one of my like TV show pet peeves. Superhero shows or whatever. Save my like, baby. I'm gonna like, stand out baby. here and watch the building burn with my baby exactly. in it. I was like, that's not what I've been told. I feel like most parents do. would try to save their baby. They'd be like, I'm walk, I'm walking through the fucking flames. Like, right. to yeah. start, you know what I mean? Or or like, fathers. I, I did or have whatever. a moment of like, your baby has just died. All around you are other people screaming about their baby having died. No one wants to like poke their head out into the street and see what's going on. <laughs> like our 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 you know heroes in that moment, not our heroes, but you know we're just walking down the street, being like, "Baby dead, baby dead, baby dead, cool." And no one's like, "Can you not?" <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I would stand outside and be like, "What's happening?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Why are you all so upset? Yeah, what man? happened? We're leaving. <laughs> yep. So. Some other kind of fun moments. Um, I did really enjoy the Askier um Gerald uh reunion, mm-hmm. especially because like <clears throat> here's the way I read it because it was a little bit back and forth, but because he starts with just the like fuck it and he just hugs him, right? And then he starts getting into like all the reasons he's mad at him. And mm-hmm. to me, what I took cause at first, I was like, wait, you just said fuck it, what? But I the way I took it was he, like it could have been. Gerald, I'm not going to accept that we're friends again. I'm not going to go with you again because I'm still mad at you and we have to resolve all this. But instead, it was him being like, you're here. You need something. Fuck it. Of course, I want to hug you. Of course, you're my buddy. But now, also, I'm going to lay into you about all the shit that you did that I'm pissed off at you about. Yeah. I enjoyed when he called Yennefer, what's her demon? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that was cute. It was good to finally... they been apart for so long so to finally see them back together and he's mm-hmm. like my friends are mice i'm like yeah we know mm-hmm. um and, and that moment of oh i'm gerald i'm so sad and complicated was really really <laughs> wonderful yeah. he did do a good impression i'll give him that mm-hmm. um but he can keep his shirt on because i don't care for his sporadic chest hair Ugh. it's very strange i don't know what they were trying to get us to think in that that scene i'm like are you trying to like really push jasker on people and be like he's hot trust us I'm like, I mean, they don't need to. Like, Jeskier is already considered very hot by quite a lot of people. Oh, well, not me. Okay. But but I felt like 
yeah, it, but it, it, him having a cut chest had nothing to do with it. And it felt a little like the actor was like, look, I just spent six months in the gym. Can, can, <laughs> can I, like, I have a whole... Oh, okay, good. I thought like, okay, was I the only one who thought that was a little weird? I don't know. It's like, okay, good. I didn't eat this week. Like, can we just, yeah. can we shoot this? Yeah. He I... looked so pale and so <laughs> cold. He looked very cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I didn't think it helped the story at all. It was needed. I, I like the, you know, immediately being like, all right, fuck it. Like, not like we're good, but like we're good enough that like we will be good kind of. Yeah. You know, and like I'll help That's you with your it. shit. But like I'm we're going to we're going to talk about some shit too. You know, yeah. and and that they didn't kind of belabor that the way sometimes you'll see, you know, and right. um I I'm a fan of characters getting over things. Not yeah. like characters yeah magically forgetting that things happened but characters moving on you know in their in their relationships and not not being like always like i mean sometimes it's just so torturous you know i mean i'm watching cobra kai right now (laughs) okay and here we go you know there's there's just so many times when it's like something looks like it's gonna get better and then no you know and here it's like whether this is some long-lasting, everything's fine. I don't think everything's suddenly fine, but it is like, all right, let's let's get on with with things, right? And yeah, I think that's I appreciate that in real life when people do that, and I I appreciate it in fiction. Like I don't like these long drawn out interparty conflicts. It's like mm-hmm. some. It's just it's often too much. Some yeah. of it fine, cool. The Avengers great. But then, like, every other Avengers movie also having that kind of conflict, it's like, it feels like too much to me. Yeah, we talked about this with, with Avengers. We talked about this with, with you know, Dan, uh, with Matt Murdock and Foggy and oh, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, for anybody who's not yet seen the live-action Cobra Kai. Uh, sorry, the live-action. <laughs> the live-action. <laughs> now I want to see the anime of Cobra Kai. I would uh, love any, to see the animated Cobra Kai. Where I thought, Paul, you were going, for yeah. anyone who's not seen the live-action of Cowboy Bebop, please oh, skip sure. ahead 60 seconds. Because to me, that was where, like, they have their big confrontation, but then they help each other. And then at the end, it's like, oh, but wait, we're still really pissed at each other and the relationship is broken. Yeah. And to me, the fuck it was kind of the exact opposite of that. That yeah, was the, I, like, no, we're good. I agree. But also some bad shit happened. We got to get through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I appreciate that. This is – I would like to see more of this. This was something that I appreciated in these last couple episodes. Yeah. Um, any other last things about these two particular episodes before we just go kind of like round up of the season itself? I ain't got shit. There, there were so many random little things. Like, why was Yennefer's ex-boyfriend with the elves telling them about Siri? Did those two people, those two um, lawyer people tell him to go do that? Or did he just go to the elves himself? Or did he get captured and just be like, I know about this girl? Oh, yeah. Didn't he get captured? And they, like, wanted to kill him? Or he walked to them, and I then they're like, oh, wa- maybe we should kill him. I think you're right. Yeah, but why would he be, like, why would he be telling them about Siri? Mm. I guess because she has elder blood? I, I somewhere along the line went, you know what? I, I my, my RAM is full for new storylines. <laughs> and, like, so I know that, like, there was some guy with a pretty girl, and they were both wizards, and they both got their faces lit on fire at some point. And the guy from Outlander was there was some new kingdom and like I just I couldn't follow any of that. Oh, just that like that whole thing. They just they, it <laughs> felt like halfway through season two they wanted to throw five new plots at us and I was like I 
I, I got nothing. I was happy with the plots they had to begin with. Yeah. And if they just stuck with that and like kind of kind of ran through that, I feel like I would have enjoyed that more. Um, but in terms <laughs> of yeah, the the Istrid, right? Um, Istrid, yeah. I think I think he became kind of like very pro elf, right? He was like, yeah. he didn't like what Artuza was doing. He didn't like what Nilfgaard was doing, and I think he's kind of trying to cut his own path. And you know. Also, I think he's just kind of that sort of like, oh, I found something out. I need to tell someone. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. fuckwads, they're fuckwads. Oh, let's try the elves. Maybe they <laughs> won't be fuckwads. I like that way of seeing it. Okay. And then we kind of find out, like, who um, the Brotherhood is. And it's weird to me that Tissay is on that group. And their plan is to kill Siri. So, like, all the kings want to kill Siri at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. There probably, was like, or because the Brotherhood—that's the Brotherhood of Wizards, right? Which involves right. yeah. women rights. But then there was also then this like Council of Kings. I think that was right. ending five of the seven endings. Okay, um, that's why. Yeah, think, it was just a weird. I'm like, who the hell? Why do you need a separate group? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're the they're either the northern or the southern kingdoms. I don't I don't remember which. Uh, they're the ones that aren't Nilfgaard, basically, right? right. And they're, right. they're a bunch of kingdoms that are or all Sentra. Kind of... Right. And, and then the guy from Outlander, his owl's actually a, a person, which I thought was, I was like, I knew it. Right. I knew that yeah. that owl was going to turn into a hot chick. I just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a banging owl. Oh, <laughs> hoot, hoot. Oh. Um, Wait. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just have so many going in my head. I'm like, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. So just let's move on. <laughs> I have to say, I feel like I only want to cover explicit material in the future if we're trying to like kind of track how we talk about things to kind of how they are. <laughs> because I don't know. I like talking about killing babies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I'm not kidding you've made but... it very clear. We know you're not kidding. <laughs> but I like it too. So we're okay. I mean, you know, we're fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're good. Matt, bring us back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So season two. Save or... us. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who's like feverish and out of it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're doing You're good. good. Plan. You're doing good. Um, We're almost done. <laughs> season two. Season two overall. What, what's kind of, what's your take on it, especially as compared? Actually, I'll just start because yeah. to me it felt like, I, re- I thought the season started so well. Linear time telling. We didn't split the party to some extent. We had like two storylines that then became maybe three storylines. But like, for most of it, like Siri and and the Witcher were together, and we had some interesting characters, and then it just sort of felt like they were like, you know, <clears throat> and I was actually re- I was reading an interview with them where they were like, yeah, we, you know, they, they, there was a lot of fan pushback against the sort of like multi time line storytelling, and the writers were like, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna tell a more straightforward story, but we're just gonna introduce a lot of characters, and I was like, so. You, your goal is to confuse the audience, and because your studio is not allowing you to do that with timelines anymore, now you just want to throw in more stu- more plot lines. Like I just because <laughs> we didn't talk about Firefucker, his girlfriend who burned her oh. fucking face off, and then whoever the fuck they're talking to. That's three more characters, I know. right? Like them, I don't understand what's happening with them. I don't understand how this story about like fantasy and like swords and wizards and suddenly became kind of like multi dimensional multiverse of madness like monsters coming yeah, the in planes, the spheres they like, showed it at the beginning of the episode and i'm like how did any planet survive getting smashed up like that i'm so confused right? 
And like then they went to Dune for like twenty seconds at the end of the episode. I, 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 yeah, I just. I think honestly, and part of this may well be that I liked the time stuff a lot better than you all, and I think it's much better. Like I found the second time watching the first season of Witcher a much more enjoyable experience once I knew it. I think this was like, like, the first time watching this through wasn't as hard as the first time watching Witcher season one. Mm-hmm. I don't think though it's going to be as enjoyable. Like I think mm-hmm. honestly, like I'd probably rather rewatch season one than season two at this point. It's hard because, like, after season one, my husband just who doesn't pick apart and watch how you know we watch things just was like, "I hate the show." And we're like, "But I know you wouldn't hate the show." But because of what they did, he won't. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't watch an episode of this with me, which was why it took me a little while to watch it. Right. And it was really be- season one. Yeah, and it was because of he's like, I I can't follow. Like, it's not that he wasn't paying attention, but he's not paying attention as much as, right. you know, yeah. I am. And I still had a hard time with it. But uh, yeah, he he yeah didn't even watch an episode of the show because of that. Even when I was like, no, it all goes in order. He's like, I, I don't care. I, like, I mean, okay. I think this is a show where you really have to be like zeroed in paying full attention all the time. And like, that's not a bad thing. But like, yeah, it's, it's funny. And um, I've been watching some old Golden Girls episodes. Uh, uh, in part because the the passing away of Betty White, but also just Paul and I are maybe talking about doing an episode on that show. And like, you could be doing laundry and reading your phone and like checking things in the kitchen, and you're still gonna get everything that's happening in those episodes. Like, it is not subtle in the right. slightest. And just compared to this show, it's such a like, yeah, I, I can see why for Ken it would be hard. And I, um, it's like yeah, even so- us, we don't the names and the cities and all the people we don't even know them. And I've watched season two twice and all of these episodes twice. Yeah, and I'm still like Cheryl. <laughs> so, so Ashley, what do you think? Do you like season one or season two more? Season two. Yeah, Paul, what what did you think of season two overall? No, um, <laughs> that was my answer to your other question. Um, yeah, over overall, I don't even know. Um, I didn't hate it all. I hated parts. I loved parts. It's such a, it's a frustrating show. You know, it did really go from kind of Ravenloft to like Spelljammer or whatever, (laughs) like Dark Sun or something. It's like, okay, now now we're doing something different. Um, I got to, I got to stick up for the Golden Girls. I think there's actually a lot more subtlety that you might've missed, not entirely focusing on it. I mean, you got to get all of those glares from Dorothy. Otherwise I feel you're missing a lot of the subtext. Oh, no, no, no. That's one of the things I I did watch. Okay. 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 Laser focus. Yeah. just like. Oh, yeah, they're, they're hitting you over the head with things pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. I mean, there's an A plot and there's a B plot, right? And that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. And, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, the the structure of the stories here, I do feel like season two is kind of like that Kylo Ren meme. Just like, more, more. <laughs> you know? Where it's like, it started off kind of nice and tight and like a simple story. And I really enjoyed that. And then it felt like they just wanted to keep adding more and more and more things in a in a way that you know Game of Thrones did, and I didn't particularly enjoy there either. Like I would rather yeah. see show me one story and then just do another series or another a parallel story. You know, it's mm-hmm. like trying to take all these things and weave them in together. It just it it often becomes too much to me. Like it just yeah. it I feel like if I'm invested in one part of a story, I don't want to constantly be going back to another 
place, you know, to a mm-hmm. different story. And if it's just two stories, fine. But once it gets to be like four or five or whatever, then it just it gets a little bogged down to me a lot of the time. Um, episodes five and six did feel like they had so much going on that it I felt like we still got a lot of each story. Um, and then seven and eight. I don't know. It just it. It it just was downhill for me, and I was uh, it's disappointing because I, I was surprised to enjoy the first two as much as I did, and so yeah. yeah, the whole series is sort of like a carrot, you know, like a like the exponent sign on a keyboard. That's just a line that goes up and to the side, and then it goes down into the side. <laughs> um, having said that, where they ended the season, I feel like okay, whatever happens next. I might enjoy because you do, you have kind of finally assembled your whole party. Right. And it's yes. like, you know, it took mm-hmm. two full seasons to get to that point, but like, particularly if Yaskier goes with them and it's all four of them. And it's like, I think that can be interesting. Hopefully they don't keep splitting them up and you can have some dynamics between those four characters without having them always want to be broken apart and split apart all the time. You know, yeah. I think it'd be interesting if you have some dynamics, like that's fine. That's great. Um, they should have some issues with one another, but like, I don't want that to be the primary struggle. I want the primary struggle to be like, I don't know, struggling against the world because everybody fucking wants to capture Siri, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, that seems like that's enough. Like, we don't need a ton of infighting going forward. So I guess I'm not optimistic for season three insofar as like, I think I will enjoy the whole thing, but I am optimistic that there will be parts that I enjoy. I'm like, I guess I'll watch it just because I enjoy talking to you all. <laughs> something <laughs> new and fun. different. Yeah, no. something new and different. <laughs> I, I will say also, I thought it was interesting when you compared it to Game of Thrones in terms of like there's too many storylines because more and more I'm finding like when you have these the books or video games or, or something else where there's just like sweeping lore, you know, to the point mm-hmm. where people are publishing like the encyclopedia of it it's really hard to put that into a TV show, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like Game of Thrones worked for me because I had read all the books. And so I, it kept, there kept being moments where like they'd reference something. And it was like the TV show would just show the tip of the iceberg. I would know the rest of the iceberg. So I'd appreciate it. But if you didn't, and I think that's a real problem. And I feel like I had the opposite. I didn't finish Wheel of Time the first season because Mm. there was just so much where it was like, this is references that if you better understood the books, like, Oh, hand up in the you. back. Um, I loved Game of Thrones and I didn't read any of the books. And like I watched every season, like after this, mm-hmm. when the new season would come, we would watch it from the beginning and watch it so many times that I started to understand like so much. Mm. Yeah. It, 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 the Game of Thrones was awesome until it wasn't. And yeah. I really just hope that doesn't happen here. But yeah, no, I yeah. see what you're saying. But like, I, I don't know. Game yeah, of Thrones it's, it's just... Not... It's not universal. Some people are going to love it. Some people are not. But like, like one thing I realized was like there was so much in this that we missed because we're not huge fans of the yeah. books and the movies. Like mm-hmm. apparently um, Eskiel, I think his name, the witcher who gets killed as part mm-hmm. of the tree thing, like he's beloved from the books. And there was like mm. a huge outrage that that I remember there was oh, a wow. headline that was like witcher fans talk about the super controversial death. And I was like, oh, we're going to talk about Roach. Interesting. And no, oh. it was about they were talking about Eskil. It was about this character who was on screen for like half an episode, and I was like, "Why is this a big deal?" Okay, because in the books, he's a huge deal. Right. You know? That makes sense. And I, I'm guessing that's a lot of what we started getting at the end of here was they were just like, "Oh wait, let's put one more thing from the books. Let's put one more thing from the books. Right. Put one more thing from the books in." 
And I, I feel service. like, yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like that's what I think I like what Star Wars is doing. And I, mm-hmm. I conceptually like what Marvel was doing, is doing. It would be nice if they had a final episode that was really good once, but like, <laughs> you know, but they basically are taking little parts of their very vast, you know, their vast and complex worlds. And they're saying, we're going to build this out as its own story. Then we're going to build this out as its own story. And so if you really don't like one of those stories, like that's fine. You can watch a different one and you're not going to be completely lost, hopefully, you know, whereas here and, and the way they built Game of Thrones, like if you love it, you love it. That's great. But like, um, but like it is, you have, you, you can't just be like, I only want to watch the North, you know, if there was a series that was just series that was just the North, I might've watched that, you know, but I was like, I don't give a fuck about King's Landing. Like, please yeah. light that whole fucking pile of shit on fire as soon as possible. She, she spoiler never... alert, she did, and that's where they should have ended the series. Sorry, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy. I was like, burn that bitch down. I tell anybody watched, that watches Game of Thrones, watch the first episode, like the last, oh, wait, wait, there was only seven episodes at the end. Watch the sixth episode, 10 minutes, and then turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And that's there's fair. your story. All right, we've now wandered pretty far afield. Any other kind of last comments people want to make about uh, season two before we start wrapping up, or before we actually wrap up? I'm glad I can't, it's I'm, over. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I meant season two. I'm glad season two's over. I think season three. We'll, we'll see what happens. And <laughs> is is the prequel coming out first? Does anybody I don't know. know. Probably since they've already yeah. put out a yeah. trailer. I'm potentially more interested in the prequel. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like elves. See, well, if nothing else, let's is. definitely do a um, a watch and review of the of the animated movie. Oh yeah, yeah, out. the animated movie. Definitely, I recommend checking that out. Um, you know, it's also a mix of things I really liked and things I really didn't like. But like, you know, that might be more all things some people like. And um, right. it's it's it certainly gives a lot of context for this season, especially I'll say. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Um, and I will say that I think I enjoyed this season more than I would have if I hadn't watched that, um, primarily be, just because of how it related. And sort That's of in the good. way that, Matthew, you say you enjoyed Game of Thrones more than you would have if you hadn't read the books. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, you can enjoy it without, right? And yeah. and you could dislike it with or without, like, <laughs> to each their own. You know, everybody likes their own things. Personally, I liked the last seasons of Game of Thrones the best. Um, but that's what? my controversial opinion. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the villain finally met, uh, met a Anyway. <laughs> we, we... No, I, no, no, no. I agree with you. That's why I said watch up until the la- the second to last episode in 10 minutes in. It's everything that happened after that I have a problem with. Oh, no. That's who I meant by villain. Jon Snow. No. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah, she was the best villain. The I'm with you. Imperialist, uh, you know, entitled. I was born with my little privilege eggs. and. Oh, yeah, I love. And then, but everything after, you know, that was yeah. terrible. 
Anyway, oh, no- oh, you're. T- I know what you're. T- okay, never mind. Yeah, we'll talk you. about it some other time. I, oh yeah, no, that that was bad. Can we just that do a Game bad. of Thrones rage <laughs> episode sometime, bad. please? I, just like an hour for us to just sure. yell about we'll everything. We'll complain about different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be I, hilarious. I'm here for that. I'm here for you that. You go get right. some rest. I'll We've complain kept you about Sean Bean long. being one of my favorite actors, and that was like half the reason I wanted to watch this show in the first place. Please, he dies in everything. You should have known better. I watched him in Sharps Rifles first, and he doesn't die in Sharps Rifles. He makes it through the entire napoleonic wars one movie all right paul what else do you do in these days that people can check out (laughs) it's historical fiction what else am i doing i don't know i'm playing lots of poker i i'm theoretically going to make a bunch of content but who knows uh i'm zen madman on all the places there you go (laughs) Ashley, what about yourself? i'm here i'm on star wars universe podcast i'm on the mcu cast we're doing boba fett i'm around Yep, we're doing Boba Fett, we're doing all the good things. Thank you both so much for doing this. Uh, To our fans, what did you think of Witcher Season 2? Let us know. Go to theethicalpanda.com. You'll find all our contact information. Find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Email us, however you want to let your voice be heard. Um, Please please let let us know what you think. We'd love to hear it. Uh, On behalf of myself, Ashley Paul, thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. What do you think about infanticide? Do you prefer stabbing (laughs) or fire? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like 